Hey, it's Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do the things that inspire them, and welcome to the iHemp Revolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profits. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? My guest today is Zev Pace. Zev Pace is the executive director of the National Hemp Association, where he oversees a growing series of educational and social events. Zev has been involved in a wide variety of sustainable organizations over the past 30 years. He sees industrial hemp as an amazing opportunity to rebuild a multifaceted industry. Zev and the National Hemp Association is committed to educating the public, government officials, and the business and investment communities about the huge potential of this crop to add tens of thousands of jobs, rebuild local tax bases, and improve the health of Americans. Zeb has also published several novels. His first book is titled, From Here to There, A Story of America's Future. This book tells a story about what is truly possible for America. So Zev, welcome to the iHemp Revolution. Thank you, Coach Freddie. It's a pleasure to be here. Can you give us the history of the National Hemp Association? I'd be happy to. We started off about two years ago focusing more locally here in the Rocky Mountain region, but very quickly we realized that the people we were talking to those who were becoming members of the association, the connections we were making was really happening on a national level. So about four months ago, the organization, which was called the Rocky Mountain Hemp Association, reorganized itself into becoming the National Hemp Association, essentially to come in alignment with what we had been doing for the, the year previously. So we really are focused on a national level and and it's only accelerated since we've made that official name change. So what's the purpose of the National Hemp Association? Uh, the National Hemp Association is a Colorado 501c6 trade association. And we have really three main purposes. The first one is education, helping people understand what industrial hemp is and what it's not. The second is legislation. That's helping pass legislation uh, on the local level, the state level, and then definitely helping make hemp legal at the federal level, which is one of the main campaigns we'll be doing in the next uh, 12 to 18 months. And then the third focus is essentially economic development. That's helping businesses. And you, you gave a great description earlier, everything from farmers to processors to manufacturers to researchers, investors. Um, the political community, other organizations, helping all of those entities survive and thrive in this e kind of emerging economy. So we make a lot of connections between companies and we also provide resources for them. Zev, what is your vision, the future of hemp in the U.S.? Well, I, I've been familiar with hemp for probably about 
four or five years. And the more I learn about it, the more amazed I am at the wide number of applications in areas that really I had never, never even thought about a couple of years ago. So I think that the potential and the vision that I have is that hemp has the, the ability to make changes in, in dozens and dozens of different industrial sectors. And I think what we're going to see is over the next handful of years, starting to see hemp become in, incorporated into so many different products. And I'm not assuming that these products are going to be 100% hemp right away, but things like paper becoming 25% or 50%, eventually 75% of the, um, of the amount of product within different kind of paper materials. So it's going to be a process over the next handful of years to integrate hemp in, but I think eventually we're going to see it as a main, uh, a main piece of a lot of different industries. You can make thousands of things out of hemp. Of all the different industries that hemp can help, which one do you see moving out in front first? Well, because the the industry is really just coming into being, those things that are simpler are going to be the ones that are going to you know hit the market first. So probably the simplest aspect is taking the seeds and using them for food or crushing them and using them for oil. Uh, the, the processing requirement for that is much, much less than a lot more of the other um, interesting and, com- and complicated products. But I think that's going to be the very beginning. There's also already uh, a growing industry that is helping therapeutically where it's being added to foods and added to tinctures and things like that. And people are, are talking about, you know, having positive results from that. How do you see the construction and building houses out of hempcrete? How do you think that's going? Well, in the UK and they have been, and in in Australia, they have been growing hemp for decades. And that is a quickly growing uh, portion of the industry where they're using the internal part of the stock um, as a building material. And that's everything from just um, taking the internal, which is called the herd, taking that product, grinding it up, adding lime to it and creating a form of concrete, which is called the trade name is hempcrete. Um, some people are grinding it up even smaller and adding it to resins and making a, a much stronger plastic. Actually, Henry Ford did that back in the early 1940s for car parts. Um, it, it is being used in a number of places in other parts of the world, but they are growing a volume of hemp way beyond what we have right now. So we're going to, as soon as we ramp up to that volume, I think we're going to start seeing construction materials become uh, a really interesting and exciting part of the economy. Well, having a hemp house is on my bucket list for sure. That would be wonderful. So Zev, what are the main activities going on in the National Hemp Association? Well, the the three areas that I talked about, I think, is the best way to look at it. So education, we have a website that gets about 6,000 hits every month. We have a newsletter that goes out to all of our contacts, and we're we're approaching 2,000 contacts right now from around the country and a few outside. Um, We do certain educational events that are summer social, where it's more networking and people just making connections to educational ones we've done legislative trainings. We've done uh, law seminars, a couple of those. 
Um, we've had a couple of uh, classes around growing and understanding hemp, just like hemp 101. So that whole educational piece is something that we um, pride ourselves on and people are finding to be very, very important right now. Um, the legislative piece um, here in Colorado where we're based, that was mostly taken care of um, shortly before we came into being with some of the other legislation that was done by a number of our founding board members. Um, but now we are shifting to supporting other states and localities that are looking for legislative materials and guidance and definitely gearing up to focus on the national level to help push through legislation that's already um, in uh, the Congress, as well as new legislation that's being written as I speak. Um, and then the third one is really just trying to, to, in some ways, I look at it as if uh, we're weaving together a brand new economy, a hemp economy, because it doesn't exist in the U.S. It did exist 70 years ago, but it doesn't exist now. So making connections between farmers and processors and processors and manufacturers, investors and companies who are looking for additional capital. So really making lots and lots of connections to help rebuild that the infrastructure and the, the web of businesses that are going to be needed for hemp to be successful. Zev, what is your reason for getting into the industrial hemp industry and why industrial hemp? Well, my background is as a sustainability educator and consultant. I've been involved in everything from solar design, energy efficiency. What was your personal reason for getting into the industrial hemp industry? My background is as a sustainability consultant and educator. I've been involved in issues around renewable energy, energy efficiency, green construction, urban agriculture, low carbon transportation, uh, lots and lots of different pieces of the sustainable economy puzzle. And as I found out about industrial hemp and all the incredible and diverse applications for it, I realized that this is a really appropriate uh, way to increase the sustainability in our society in many, many different ways. So it really falls in line with the kind of work I've been doing for the past 30 years. And because it's so new and so diverse, um, it, I can see this as really being my career for the next 20 years, maybe my final career, the legacy that I leave to my children and hopefully to their children. What is the one thing that has you most fired out about hemp? I think what, what excites me the most, there's a lot of areas that excite me, but the area that personally interests me is that is the potential to make bioplastics. Uh, I've been involved in a lot of the, the work around um, oil, oil depletion, the issues around drilling and fracking and the challenges and environmental destruction that has come from that. And if we can find a product that we can grow locally that grows every year, grows you know incredibly fast, and can begin to replace products that are currently being made from oil. I think we will make an, an amazing long-term benefit, not only for our immediate environment but also for issues of long-term climate change. So I'm I think that that piece is the one that ultimately I'm most excited about. That's my viewpoint. How do you see industrial hemp changing our culture? Um, changing our culture. 
I think because industrial hemp has so many different applications, it is going to affect many, many different industries. I think the health benefits of the food and the oils certainly could provide some solutions to some of the degenerative diseases that we're dealing with nowadays because of our lifestyle and the way we've contaminated our water and our soil and our food. Um, I think that's a, a really important piece of the puzzle. I think it also, many, many of the people that I've been meeting with over the last several years when talking about hemp come to it with a real sustainable perspective. Everybody that I've talked to is saying, well, how do we use every part of this plant in as many ways as possible? So the whole concept of waste, which as a sustainability uh, professional, people are always talking about how do we use the the byproduct from one, like for example, you'll t- you'll take the uh, you'll take the seeds and you can crush them and you can get the oil and then the seed cake that's left over could be turned into protein powder. It could be turned into grain uh, or or a mash for animals. Um, the plants, when you take off the leaves, you can you know you can use the stalks, you can use the seeds, you can extract um, oils from the plant. I mean, there, there's just so many different ways that this plant can be used, and the people who are are using it are really thinking in very very holistic and very sustainable uh, life cycle ways. And I think that perspective is going to change is going to affect every industry that it touches. Sev, how can people best get involved with the industrial hemp industry? The uh, the industry itself is very very new. So what I what I often tell people who call me every day is what are you most interested in, and then how do we connect you with a piece of this industry um, that really excites you? I mean, I'm not trying to give people a job. I'm trying to find out what is their passion and then hook them up with a portion of of the hemp emerging hemp industry that really does fit them. So if they happen to be a farmer or like growing things, there's a lot of different everything from helping out on a farm to to working in a greenhouse to helping do selective breeding, if that's the kind of thing. Obviously, the harvesting piece, seed collection, sorting. There's just so many tasks that are available. Um, and then, then you know, like the investment community, there's a lot of investors out there who are trying to figure out how do they get involved in this industry. And I tell them the same thing. One is it's very new, so you have to invest with that, that, that much more of a high risk tolerance right now. But again, there's so many different ways to invest in this. So it's just, it, it's, it's exciting. Every day is different and every day is, you know, a real wonderful challenge. Zev, I want to go back to your book, From Here to There, A Story of America's Future. What was your inspiration for writing the book? I actually got the idea for telling this story um, my last year of college. This would have been 1979, 1980. And I had a very, very inspirational teacher there. Um, actually took a class called Utopian Visions in a Modern Society. And we went through and read a number of utopian-like books that talked about how the future could be. And one book specifically um, called Ecotopia, which was written in 1975, laid out a future that was not radically different from what we have now, but it was based on the concept 
of environmental sustainability and balance and social justice and things like that. And that really planted a seed in my mind that said, you know what, this is something that's really, really important to get out there and to show people that we can create a future that makes sense, that is sustainable, that treats people well. Um, so I just, over about a 25-year period, I kind of continued to to work with that, and, and a story emerged from that. And eventually, about three years ago, I was able to, during a kind of a quiet time, I was able to, to put it down on paper and write out what is essentially a futuristic, po- a positive future mystery. And it's a very um, kind of a, a complicated story that goes back and forth between different time frames, but ultimately shows what is possible in a very realistic way, which is very different from uh, most utopian novels that are out there. They, they, they base themselves on fantasy or just made up in- really interesting things. Um, mine is based on my 30 years of experience as a sustainability consultant um, and really provides information, not in a teaching way, but just more in a background way. So you are exposed to it in, in a very gentle way while this very interesting mystery is unfolding in the, in the foreground. That was my question. What is the difference between your book and other futuristic books? The, 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 the big difference really is that I'm showing a positive future where almost all of the books that are out there are dysutopian or worse, apocalyptic or zombie-focused zombie, zombie focused type futures. And while those can be really exciting and, and gain people's attention, I think the reality is that the future I want, and the future I want for my children and grandchildren, is, is one that works better, one that deals with the issues of climate change and resource depletion and the challenges of uh, inequality between the haves and the have-nots. So I really um, am putting something out there that I feel is not only realistic, but is very uplifting, uplifting and positive and inspirational. I like your writing style, Zev. What are your plans for writing additional books? How will you follow up to your book from here to there? Um, the the book that is out right now, it, actually the second edition just came out with some um, some expansion and some some depth in some of the the characters and some of the the situations. The story itself takes place in two time frames. One is in 2020, just a few years from now, and the other is in 2060. So the story goes back and forth between those two time frames. And just to give you an idea, 2020 is like. Los Angeles, downtown Los Angeles on a really bad day, you know, bad air, bad traffic, more crime. It's just a little bit worse than what we have now. 2060, however, it's been figured out and and life in, in a big city there really does work much, much better than it has now. So. So, like I say, that story goes back and forth between these two time frames. What I'm now working on, the second book, is is the time frame between 2020 and 2060, truly showing people how we get from here to there. So the book I'm working on now, I don't know exactly the time frame, but probably 2020 to 2030 or so, um, that really begins to show 
more of the challenges we're dealing with as well as the, the green shoots, the, the solutions that are really already out there, but they're very few and far between. There's not too many connections with them. And the exciting piece is, is that industrial hemp is a part of that next book. It starts to show people how it's being used, the kind of research that's being done on it. Um, there's, it's basically set in a, a research facility, um, kind of an outdoor eco farm research facility where uh, there's a lot of different kinds of, of research happening, both healthcare, food, construction, like we were talking about earlier on. So it, it does begin to, to emerge in the story as an important piece of the puzzle. I can see how industrial hemp can add more chapters to your book as the industry grows. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I write as I can, try to write a little bit every week to add uh, new pieces to the puzzle. And also the way that I write, it's more like I'm, I'm allowing the information to just kind of show up, kind of to come into my mind and then get it out on paper. So as I'm going through the day to day learnings nowadays, that gets translated into what's happening because it is pretty current right now, the time 2020 to 2030. I'm pretty much showing what is happening now as well as what I think will be happening in the, in the very near future. Zev, where can people get your book? On Amazon? Right, the book right now, and, and the full title is From Here to There, The Story of America's Future. And I'm trying to be a little bold with that because I truly believe this could be the way the future unfolds if we if we focus on that. So it is available both um, in a softbound version as well as an ebook, both available from Amazon. Zev, I want to thank you for heading up the National Hemp Association and thank you for being a guest on the iHemp Revolution. It's my, my pleasure, Coach Reddy. I appreciate you putting the effort into interviewing the, the wide number of people you have. And I'm also looking forward to having uh, these uh, interviews as a resource on our website so that um, members and others can listen to it and learn and take their part in the uh, hemp revolution. Thank you. You can find Zev at their website, nationalhempassociation.org. You can also find more information about Executive Director Zev Pace, his staff and volunteers, Board of Directors, Business Advisory Council, and Technical Advisor Council. You can browse through the members area about hemp, resources, news, marketplace, and hemp events. You can support the National Hemp Association by joining and become a member. So. Thanks, Zev, for spearheading the National Hemp Association. Thank you, Coach Freddie. I appreciate all that you are doing and look forward to talking to you again. I want to thank all our listeners and make sure you subscribe to the iHemp Revolution podcast on iTunes and give us a review. Please tell your friends and help spread the word on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and all the social media. This is your host, Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do the things that inspire them, and thanks for joining the iHemp Revolution.